Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Oh. Uh-huh. 
edition of the Indie Cafe on Red Velvet Media, Blog Talk Radio. That's Wendy James. That's such a great song. Off her new solo LP, The Price of the Ticket. And we have her calling in live to today. Who is um, an established album cover designer and in the MoMA Museum and also has many Rock and Roll Hall of Fame album covers. Um, and I am going to bring both of them into the studio right now because um, we're on a time, a little time limit here today because Wendy's calling in live. You're Wendy, are you there? You're you're a parent today, right? Yes, I'm here. Hello. Okay, cool. And yeah, hello. And hi. Sure? Okay. Hello. <laughs> I got everybody. <laughs> And um, what I wanted to say to everyone was if this show will be available afterwards on iTunes and off on demand on Red Velvet Media, Blog Talk Radio, under the Indie Cafe. And uh, I just wanted to say also, Wendy, we're so happy you're here today, and Spencer, my co-host, calling in live from New York. And we're gonna, this show is going to be a little bit shorter because Wendy has a, another engagement, and we are going to... Also, it's a little late where you're at right now. It's, what, 10 o'clock there right now? No, no, because I'm not in London. I'm in Paris, so I'm an even an hour later. It's oh, just cool. about 11 o'clock. Oh, my goodness. It's time to go out and just, you know, have have a good time in Paris. I know that. Um, <laughs> at 11 o'clock at night, that's when it starts, really, there, <laughs> you know. Um yeah, so Wendy, welcome to the show, and um, that song is a really cool song, Bad Intentions, and that's off your new The Price of the Ticket. Oh, I wanted to say really quick, um, if you want to go to the PledgeMusic.com project, Wendy James, she's on Pledge Music, and also you just premiered your new website, the Wind, um, TheWendyJames.com. Oh, yeah, that went live. Yeah, that went live. Love week. it. Great. Beautiful. Beautiful site. And um, yeah, the, the album, the album you can get immediately from uh, pledgemusic.com, and then okay. I don't know slash Wendy James. Okay, I, cool. I want to uh, Holly. I want to ask Wendy a question. What inspired you yeah. to do the album? You with some great people like Lenny Kay and Glenn Matlock on it, which we Amazing all know are great people. Yeah. Yeah. How? What inspired well, Lenny, you to do the album? Well, I remember being a very young teenager. And seeing the um, the video for Rock and Roll Nigger with Lenny and Patty and the way that they all moved their guitars in time with each other. Mm. And that really stuck in my memory as one of those moments that you just understand is everybody everybody's getting it right. And, mm. and then when, because I live in the East Village of New York, Somebody said to me, well, Lenny Kay lives two streets down. Why don't you give him a call? <laughs> and so I, That's awesome. And so, I phoned, and so I phoned up Lenny, and he said, yeah, I've heard of you. And um, we <laughs> went and we met in the East Village in a coffee shop, and all we talked about for half an hour was Fred Sonic Smith, which is Patty's wow. husband and okay. the guitarist from MC5, and then, of course, Sonic's oh, Rendezvous cool. Band. Yeah. And while most people have an understanding of MC5, not so many people know about Sonic's Rendezvous Band. That's but for true. me, it's one of my favorite bands in the world. Wow. It's and awesome. for Lenny yeah. as well, he, you know, he even guested with Sonic's Rendezvous Band. Oh, and it was actually that. Lenny. 
I think that um, introduced Patty to Fred Smith. Wow. And so because Lenny had been going out to Detroit and doing little guest sessions with Fred and the Sonic's Rendezvous band. And I, obviously Patty was, was an MC5 fan. And uh, Lenny, so then I think, I don't know which way around, but probably Sonic's Rendezvous Band played for Patty, the Patty Smith group. And that's how Patty met Lenny, uh, met Fred and they fell in love and, you know, that's their business. You know, they got married and everything. But um, to this day, Fred is one of my favorite guitarists and songwriters in the world. Wow. And so when I first met Lenny for the... Um, let's say, the interview-slash-audition conversation. Not that he was auditioning, my God, but, you know, just yep. both of us checking each other out. Um, our common ground, apart from everything else that we'd been through in life, our common ground was uh, Fred Sonic Smith and our appreciation of his just genius songwriting. Because if you listen to uh, Sonic's Rendezvous Band, and this is a real confounding thing for fans, you know, they only ever recorded one single, and of that single, they only ever co- recorded the A-side. Wow. Um, oh, wow. So, uh, and so all the tracks that you can find on YouTube, and now there have been bootleg albums, they're all uh, bootleg tracks from live shows. Mm-hmm. Because for about 18 months around Ann Arbor and Detroit, uh, uh, the Sonic's Rendezvous band, you know, had a cult following, and everybody got that, got out their tape recorders or whatever and recorded the the songs live. Mm-hmm. And that's the only way you can hear their material because they only ever recorded... What, they only ever went into the studio once and recorded an A-side. But, so um, it's really I underground that, then? It's real underground? But yes, yes, I would say yeah. it is. But in, I, about six years ago, uh, I can't remember his name. Yeah, the guy from Easy Action... Uh-huh. Uh he he released the best compilation of Sonic's Rendezvous band wow. which is called which is called Too Much Crank. And that's, oh, wow. that's a collection of the best bootlegs uh Fred and the band ever did. Wow. And you just go through this album and it's like the Sex Pistols really. You go and never mind the bollocks, you go through the album mm-hmm. and unlike, you know, most albums where some three or four songs are great and the rest of them are fillers. Every single song on uh, Sonic that Fred Fred Smith wrote is just fucking genius. Mm-hmm. And his guitar mm-hmm. playing, his solos, his touch, his feel, his um, his lyric, his melody, everything about him is great. And you wow. know, sadly departed way too early for us and for Patty. But um. So that's um that's how Lenny and I bonded over over our mutual enjoyment of Fred Sonic Smith. How did how did you that's get involved amazing. with Glenn? How did you get involved with Glenn Matlock, Wendy? Oh oh well um Glenn, <laughs> in my uh because now I live in New York, but in my old days, not my old days, but you know about uh twelve years ago. Well I I was born in London. I grew up in London. And my major boyfriend in life is Mick Jones from The Clash. Oh, and, that's uh, awesome. And, <laughs> and hey, that's did, I worked I'm, with The Clash, Wendy. i got to tell you about that later. We'll talk about that later. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. With you Mike, must, with Mike, you must give me the dirt, Polly. Yeah, no. With, with, um, with uh, um, 
Mikey Dread. You know, Mikey Dread did a lot of work right. with Flash. And yeah, then, of yeah, with Mikey. Yeah, dreaded controls. I mean, it was really fun, you know. So that's that's insanely well, I mean, awesome. that way back on the when the class did their White Riot tour. <clears throat> yeah. Originally, that yeah. originally that was with the Pistols, and yep. um, and I um, Glenn was mixed. Glenn was mixed roommate. <laughs> oh, <laughs> on, how in cool the hotel, is that? In the, in the really bad, shitty motels around. Yeah, England, I know. They were roommates. So when I. Be- <laughs> When I became mixed girlfriend, uh, it was only a matter of time before Glenn would also be in my life uh, because they were such close awesome. friends. And, and awesome. Glenn, had, Glenn had always been um, a good, you know, even after, uh, even after Mick and I split up and Mick and I remain to this day very uh, good friends. Uh, Glenn awesome. is um Glenn, Glenn has just always been one of my friends. So when I needed a bass player, the time was right, and I just phoned him up and asked. Mm-hmm. That's great, great story. You know, and I then the, to the guy on. The, sorry, I just wanted no, no, to say no, no, that no, the no, final, no, w- the final yeah, no, part of the it. lineup is is James Clavunos, who mm-hmm. is widely known around the world as the drummer for Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds and Grinder Man. But he's yeah. he's an American. He's fucking queens and he's a guy from queens and um he's <laughs> part of the you will know this better than me he's part of the so when chris and tina and lenny and patty and everybody were doing their cbgb's main act mm-hmm. there was a bunch of young ones coming up like james chance mm. and uh james clavunos was in the band that you know hung out uh, with, when the first wave of CBGB's bands were happening, James was, you know, in the audience thinking, ooh, this is what I, I want to do. And so right. James Clavunos is part of the kind of James Chant second wave of CBGB. And, he, you know, he's guested with the Cramps. He's guested with, uh, uh, oh, I'm going to forget now, some uh, something from New Orleans. Oh, who's that? who's that brilliant big star? Big star. Yeah, so I mean, James I... Sclavu- Sc- has actually done more than all of us, but wow. uh, um, he but he ended up being the main stage drummer of Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, and then, and he's been my friend and my drummer for the last six years. Mm. That's amazing. Wow. You've got a lot of really amazing people playing on this, and the price of the ticket is the name of the um, solo LP. I wanted to ask you. Um, how did you come up with the name for the for the LP? Uh, because um, <laughs> I want to hear I this. To, I want to hear this. It, no, and I love a, the cover, by the way. Very, very, oh, yeah. very nice. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, you know, I'm proud to be a woman, but um, I don't. I don't blame I you. To say, <laughs> the the addition. Yes, it's much. Women are kind of. Yeah, women are great. But uh, um, the other guitarist on the album is James uh, Williamson from The Stooges. Oh wow! Oh yeah. Right. So because uh, before this, before the whole album session started, me and Sclavunos went out to California, and we did two cover versions with James Williamson, who is obviously the writer of Raw Power, and mm-hmm. um, along with Iggy. And we recorded two cover versions, one of Bob Dylan's Ma, I'm Only Bleeding, and one of Fred Sonic Smith's song from Fred Sonic uh, from Sonic's Rendezvous Band, 
You're So Great. So we recorded those two cover versions, and then I met Lenny, and then he became the main guitarist. But So actually on this album, you have, actually have James Williamson from the Stooges and Lenny Kay from the Peppy Smith group. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. I don't think anyone's ever achieved that before. <laughs> You're right. No, and that's you know, great. You know, you know what I like about the album? You've got a lot of tracks on here for people. The, just let everybody know there's a lot of tracks on it, this album. And um, I love the cover of It's All Right, Mom, Mama. I love that cover. It's really yeah. great. Yeah. Well, yeah, those are just, you know, silly photo sessions that I do in Paris with my friends. And it turns out that I look okay, so we just put it on the cover. You look great. <laughs> you look great. Don't anyway. Even, don't even go there. No, I mean, if you go to the WindyJames.com um, site, you can see what's really cool about the new website that you, you launched this week is it's really interactive. There's a lot of really cool pictures on there, and you can really read a lot about what you've done and, and uh, you know, really follow everything. Because I know you're very social. You're on a lot of the social networks. But getting back to my original question on this um, yes. album. Yes, okay, the and answer also, yeah, the answer is James Baldwin. Okay. You know the great the great black author who yeah. you know certainly I mean uh, I have a few I'm an American convert even though I'm English and my favorite literature and my favorite music aside from Shakespeare and a few few other obvious English and European things my favorite culture is American history, American politics and American culture, and one of my favorite writers, authors, in there with Hemingway and Hunter Thompson, and many others, is uh, up there, James Baldwin, who, when you, when you also consider the fact that he's black and gay in the 60s, talking about civil rights, gay rights, black rights, <laughs> he, and on top of that, being the most beautiful, poetic author, James and James and there's a documentary about James James Baldwin and his right his life passage, and it, and the documentary is called The Price of the Ticket. You know what you what you pay. In uh, yeah, life. yeah, yeah. Oh, right. I remember. Okay, right. okay, okay. And you know it's funny. Ironically enough, today is Martin Luther King's birthday. That's that's, true, that's amazing. So yeah, it is. Well, you know, that's, everybody that's should different. read a bit of James. Because to be gay and to be black in the 60s, mm. you know, yeah, apart from being a trippy. woman and being black, this mm-hmm. is, um, you know, that's some hurdle you have to climb. And he did it with such panache and such. Mm. There's a really great clip on YouTube of him at the Oxford Debating Society taking on William Buckley Jr., who, if you, you guys remember, he was quite oh, yeah. a right-wing guy. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it's William Buckley versus... Uh, James Baldwin and James Baldwin nails him. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. It's oh, amazing. Wow, and so that's why that's why I think America is great because in a shorter span of time, historically, America has produced more great stuff than anyone else. I think. Yeah, uh, that's you're right. amazing. Well, you, well, you know, I want to talk also about your Transvision Vamp that you your solo work and your favorites from that because you that's like what you did before you did you're doing what you're doing now right yeah i started off as a baby pop star oh, that's amazing <laughs> i want to hear about that 
You know, we've got a caller well, on the line. Should we bring them in? Because I want to do. I, I wonder if it's. Uh, hold on one second. Let me see who it is. Yeah, because you never know. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Let's see. One, 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 one. You're on the air. Who's this? Hi, it's Brad. How are you? I'm actually calling from my computer uh, via Skype call, so that's why it comes up like that. Oh, Is cool. it Brad Elterman? I'm sorry? Brad? Brad, what's your last yeah. name? Uh, William. Brad Elterman. Oh, Brad. Now, welcome to the show. Are you... Um, <laughs> do... <laughs> yeah, it's so cool to have I'm you I'm a big guy, Glenn Matlock fan. So I just oh, want to okay. call in and say... Yeah. yeah. How you guys been? It's a great show so far as well. I just wanted to say that. Oh, great. Cool. Well, I'm great. so glad everybody's calling in. And for everyone that's listening, if you missed the beginning of the show again, it'll be available on iTunes afterwards. And we do have a lot of people in the chat room. Um, the show's going to be a little bit shorter than others. But um, we're so happy that Wendy has taken the time and, and it, it is available well, no, for this, us because I mean, this is such a great project. No. Oh, Wendy's Holly, great. I love Wendy. Holly, just keep running up my phone bill. It's fine. <laughs> Hi, Wendy. Hello, Brad. Hey, Wendy. Hey, Wendy. Jen? When you come, when you come to California, man, you gotta, you gotta like totally let me know, or or you know, whatever, wherever you're gonna be, mm-hmm. I'm gonna totally come and hang out with you. Okay. <laughs> I want to come. Brad that sounds like fun, Brad guys. Does need, Brad need to know anything about Glenn? Yeah, Brad, go for it. Glenn. Glenn? Glenn? Glenn's not Brad? here. Glenn's in London. No, no, no. Glenn's no. I, in London. I didn't know if I heard I didn't know if I heard you correctly. It's going in and out. Ask the, ask the question, Brad. Ask the question, please. Uh, I just wanted to know That's what it was show. like, uh, you know, touring throughout <laughs> the 80s. And throughout what? Just what that experience was like, you know, being going on international tours and such, you know. Oh, okay. Well, it's um very it's um you know, it's very it, you get up at 6 a.m. and you pack your suitcase and then you go to the airport and then you sit around for the flight for 2 hours <laughs> and then you get on the airplane and you have a beer <laughs> at about 10 o'clock in the morning and then you that land. That sounds awesome. And and yeah, well that I do that anyway. And then you la- and then you get into the hotel and you unpack your bag again and then you sleep for 2 hours and then you go to the sound check. And you do the sound check, and then you have another drink, and then you go back to the hotel, <laughs> and then you um, you know, put your clothes on, and then you go back to the venue, and then you do the gig, and then after the gig you meet everybody, and then you go back to the hotel, and you watch some TV for half an hour, and then you get uh-huh. up the next morning and you go to the airport. Yay! Wait, when do you get to take a shower? Wait, when do you get to take a shower in between all that, right? <laughs> You do it first thing, Holly, and then before oh the game. Oh, my God. Hey, listen, Holly, I don't want to run up. Uh, 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 I'm really serious about this. We don't want to run up. No, phone, I, we, know, we know that, but Wendy, Wendy wants to go for it, so we're talking. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm good, <laughs> I'm good, for, an another, I'm good for another fine, ten minutes. Ben, chill out. <laughs> Buddy, well, I don't know. I don't know. Hey, good. what are you telling me like that? I don't know what's going on. No, hey. no, no. It's all going to be good. Spencer, when I get back good. to New York, when I get back to New York, I'm hitting you up. So don't worry. I want. I want to meet you. <laughs> I really <laughs> want to meet you, Wendy. You're incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Wendy. You sound like so a great time. So now you know really the glamorous life on the road. 
<laughs> How about backstage passes, Wendy? Backstage passes. Yeah. Oh, no, we want to hear. Say... We want to hear about the food. We want to hear about the food you eat. Oh God, no! <laughs> oh well, that, that listen. Spinal Tap got it right. You get all the wrong size meat on all the wrong size bread. Exactly. <laughs> Who's that in the bathroom? So what? What um, question? It's not would me. You like to ask about Glenn. Who's got me? Background noise there. Hello. Not me. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. We're here. We're all here. Did you want to ask anything more out about Glenn? Uh, no, that, that's it. Um, you know, and also, I think Wendy's great. I I think the stories are pretty cool, and you know, you guys are doing a great show, and you know, keep thank it you. up. I, thank uh, you. We're so glad you're here. Well, thank you. No problem, thank Wendy. You, Wendy, I love you. I just wanted to say that, and I think you're great. And uh, hopefully, you. uh. Hopefully we can see each other again soon. Uh, Where are you calling I love, from? I love you. What area? I'm calling from San Diego. Oh, cool. Oh, fantastic. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You're, very nice out here. On... I just got done surfing. Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah, I'm off today. And what's that? Hey, listen, okay. Wendy. I want to ask you a question about your album. I love you guys. Uh, I got to get going. Thanks for having me on. Okay. okay thank it. you for coming love on you. to love the show. All. Have a wonderful love day. You, and Take be care. Take care. Surfing. Hey, I love you. I love you, bye. What'd you want Wendy, to ask? Wendy, I want to ask you about your a song on your album. Um, you're a, uh, wait a minute, let me see here. You have so many great ones. Your Dirt Bomb, Lester, or? Yeah, what, Lester Bangs. Yeah, yeah, what's that about? That song's really cool. That's a great song. Well, well, I, um, for a little while in my life, I lived at the Gramercy Hotel. Mm-hmm. And that's before, that's before, now it's a very shishi hotel. You know, yeah. quite expensive. But in the old days, it was quite a dirtbag flea pit for rock and roll people that hadn't really made it. <laughs> so <laughs> I lived in the I lived in the Gramercy for about three months. And oh wow! And I, but but I I really loved that time because it allowed me to walk around the East Village and you know pay my personal uh, fan moments to you know, the Ramones and uh, uh, going way back before that, Edie Sedgwick and the Velvet Underground and Lou Reed and the Factory. Absolutely. And Maxis mm-hmm. Kansas City, Spencer, and all this stuff yeah. that had been just been wonderful images in my mind. Mm-hmm. And when I lived at the Gramercy, then I, it allowed me to walk around the East Village and understand my geography and think, you know, like, oh, my God, I'm on the same street that Richard Hell walked on and stuff wow. like this. And um, <laughs> so I lived in the Gramercy, and I, uh, for this album, I wanted to write a song about that time, but I didn't have a title. And then, as you know, Spencer, one of my great friends in life is Chris Brands and Tina Weymouth. Oh, yes. Oh, and, yeah, and, Chris and, and Tina. Uh, and, uh, you know, they're like, they're like my... Um, brother and sister, um, right. not Rick. really mum and dad, but they're my family. Yeah. yeah. They're my family in That's America. Awesome. And uh, so Chris and Tina were comparing a night, one night at the Bowery Electric for mm-hmm. James Walcott, the writer, the old writer from The Village Voice who now writes for Vanity Fair. Yeah. Chris and Tina were comparing it, and but James was telling all of his stories about his time as a rock and roll writer for The Village Voice. 
And somebody in the audience screamed out at James, who was on stage talking his stories, mm-hmm. what was Lester Bangs like? And James uh, Woolcott replied, Lester was a real dirt bomb. <laughs> and I was sitting in the audience, and I just, and the, you know, that wow. light bulb went off in my head, and I just yeah. thought, there's my title. Oh, my God. That's I love Lester Bangs. The East Village what? and New Wave and the Velvet Underground and everything that's come out of the east side of New York. Just I've got to, uh, Wendy, i got to tell you something. I worked for ESP Disc, which had the Fugs at the time. Uh, the very first label I worked for. You know who used to call me up all the time? Lester Bangs. He used to say, Spencer, wow. what's going on at ESP? Because ESP was a real renegade label at that time. You know, a real renegade right, label. Bernard, Bernard yeah. Stolman. Bernard yeah, Stolman. Bernard. So Bernard was my, he turned me on in my life. He was, I was the first job I worked at. and But that label, but Lester would call me up and he said, Spence, what's going on? He knew what was going on with all this renegade music, you know, right? Yeah. Right, Gwen? Yeah. yeah. And um, that his his book is a bible for all musicians. You know what's the title? Carbuncle, blah blah blah. You know yeah. the yellow and pink book. Uh, uh-huh. uh, you know Lester Bangs, the, the the amazing compilation of all of his journalism. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Wow. But, mm-hmm. um, but it, uh, if, if Chris Franz is listening in now, he'll be horrified that I don't remember the title of the book. <laughs> but, um, so anyway, yeah, because uh, Chris and yeah that night, so James Walcott said Lester's a real dirt bomb, and I just thought there's my title, you're bomb, a dirt bomb, right. Lester. Yep, exactly. It's cool. Are there any other yeah. songs you want to talk about Psych- on the album, Wendy? Psychotic it, reactions well, is what it's called, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, I remember. Yeah. Yep, I got it. Yeah. Yeah. So, are there, Wendy, there are go. there any other songs you want to talk about on the album, one or two, before you go? You know what I'm saying? Well, the single is Bad Intentions and a Bit of Cruelty, and it, it's a double A side with Indigent Blues, which I think Holly's going to play as well. I and, am. Um, I love that and, song. Uh, and then um, You're a Dirt Bomb Lester, we've just talked about. Paloma's down. I know people have to listen and make up their own minds. If I start putting thoughts into people's heads, then they'll think of them that way. Yes, yeah, I think it's. I think it's better if you listen to it and you like it or you don't like it, without me telling you which ones I like. Mm-hmm. Oh, we like but, we um, like I, it. There, but you know, I, I was more interested in the stories behind maybe the songs. Behind the right. songs, yeah, like bad yeah. intentions. What is that song about? I mean, yeah. I know, I know, I know from the song, but what inspired you for that one? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, um, probably um, more more towards New Orleans and that uh, kind of a Cajun voodoo. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Jim, uh, um, wow. Jim Jarmusch kind of touched on it with uh, some. Uh, what was his move? Ah, oh, shit! You're talking to me so late in the. <laughs> What was his movie? Uh, oh, I'm losing my mind. What was his movie with Tom You're Wait? not losing your movie. No, you're fine. I know what down you're talking about. Down by Law. Yeah, oh, Down by Law, the Jim Jarmusch movie. Yeah. And yeah. so, the, you know, the old... New Orleans is trippy. Mm-hmm. All, the, all the... And yes, of course, Easy Rider and their acid scene. So all those amazing mm-hmm. uh, graveyards of Louisiana, it just... Yeah. Uh, kind of I've been there and it made me think about but also I was watching the Cincinnati uh, no no not the Cincinnati kid 
I, I'm always informed by oh, I'm always informed by movies, and so I was just imagining myself as one of the protagonists in a movie where the woman meets a guy who's done her wrong, and she arranges to meet him in one of those old Louisiana graveyards. And she has a little mm-hmm. pistol in her purse, and maybe he's going to see the wrong end of the gun that night. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so it, it's just a, it's just a mini movie. It's just a mini movie musically. That's perfect. That's perfect. Well, it's a great, it's a great experience. I know New Orleans is very trippy. Whenever I go there, yeah, it's everything. And the whole, you, the whole vibe there is different. It's totally yeah. Well, uh, and the more I, yeah, the more I know about history, and obviously loads. So all those beautiful Mm -hmm. buildings in New Orleans that everyone romanticizes, you know, they're slaveholder buildings. You know, the people that lived in New Orleans were most certainly slave owners, slave buyers, slave sellers, and and all the ghosts of that. You know, the the um exactly. I totally get it. Yeah, that whole energy. yeah, I think all the ghosts of New Orleans and Louisiana really inhabit everyone's culture there. And if you walk yep. through the graveyard, all the angels and the kind of gargoyles. And, yep. Yeah. Beautiful. So, and I've taken yeah. a lot of pictures of that, so I know what you're talking about. It's just got a yeah. whole different energy there. Yeah, and so you can imagine being, um, you know, yeah, you know, it's just like writing a movie. Every time I write a song, I, I write a little movie in my head. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah. You, well, you know, uh, and there's a few, yeah, I mean, I've country on there. I've got a, there you know, is. a beautiful Loretta Lynn kind of harmonies on uh, Farewell to Love, which is one of the mm. songs. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. got a bit, bit of kind of rockabilly on Why Oh Why Do You Hurt Me Still. That's mm-hmm. very fast rockabilly. There's a, a more touching song not more, but more intimate song that just myself and Lenny Kay played called Screaming Back Washington, which is mm-hmm. about me being um, and the way I grew up in in my life as, a, as an early uh, young girl. And um, I don't know, yeah, I mean, it's just a collage of my memories or my imagination. Yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful mixture of feeling, I call it, on the album, different feelings, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I write songs without any plan. I just get up and I write them, and that's how they turn out. Well, you know what, I wanted to... Go ahead. I wanted to ask Spence really quick what she's currently working on right now besides the price of yeah. the ticket. Are you currently working on something now, and are you going to be playing in New York soon? Or Yeah, I mean, so now 2016 is the year of the performance for me, so oh, I cool. literally go to... I'm getting up at 10 a.m. tomorrow morning, and I'm Eurostarring to London, and I start I start two or three weeks' worth of rehearsals. I've got a U.K. tour to do, and then that will turn into a European tour, wow. and then, then that will b- bring me back to America, and then after America, then, I ha- then I'll go to Australia, New Zealand, and Japan. So oh, this nice. year is the year of touring. Great. Great. And all the time I'm starting, all the time this is going on, I'm starting to write the next one. That's great. That's oh, great. That's fantastic. So I, I am, if I I'm nothing else, I am a working musician. You are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
That's the way it's supposed and, to be. I mean, you really get off on that. I mean, that's what life is all about, right? The love of what you're doing. You yeah, know, what for I me think it is. is really cool is um, have you written any poetry, Wendy? Because I have this feeling that you're a really good writer as far as poetry goes. Oh, thank you, Holly, because I actually take quite a lot of pride in my lyrics. I actually think I, know. I think they're quite good. Yeah, they um, are. Um, no, I don't know. I mean, the, the, I use the discipline of a song, which generally is about three and a half minutes long. If you, you know, if you stick to the proper pop concept of a song uh, and, the, and the discipline of getting all your... Um, your intentions and your feelings mm-hmm. edited and clear in such a way that it the whole thing transmits in three and a half minutes. That's mm-hmm. quite a that's quite a big poetic discipline because a, a poem can kind of go on and meander for maybe ten minutes. Right. I actually Do you like journal? The discipline. Do you journal at all? Do you journal no. on anything? No, God, I, I can't. You should start. I really feel like this tour. Maybe if you journal, like, along the way, like, what you're doing and write some thoughts down, that'd be really trippy yeah. to go back and read it. I'd like, I'd, that'd yeah, be kind I, of good to get into your own head. Yeah. I should write. You're right. I should write more. And my friends, because yeah. whenever we're out for dinner or having a drink, they always say I say good stories. But you I never... Yep. But I never, I, 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 I just seem to condense it into lyrics. But maybe I should expand upon that. A journal yep. would be great for her, Spencer. If she started journaling, no, that's a good idea and, because and we have a, we, we have a friend. Wait a minute, I'm going to bring up Joseph Arthur because Joseph is a great lyricist. You know that we work with. He was discovered by Peter Gabriel, and we designed for him. But besides that, he he writes uh, like he puts out little books of his lyrics because it transcends into like the poetic lyrics, Wendy, you know, and then he puts out little books, and then he puts out his albums, but he puts out periodically little books of lyrics for the way he writes. So I think we're talking about what you do, the way you write, you know, maybe that transcends. She paints pictures. She's really painting pictures with her words, and I really think that. Right, you're right, Holly. I hear. Oh, Holly, you're amazing. Thank you for noticing that. No, 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 right. totally. When I yeah. listen to the music, and that's why I, I, Indigent Blues, to me, really strikes a chord in me because it's got a beautiful lyrics, and um, there's a lot of there's a lot of emotion in that song, as well yeah. as Bad Intentions and all the other tracks. But I really do. I really, I really, truly feel, for some reason, inside of me, that um, you journaling for you would be such a great outlet. Right. And, and wow. then to go back and read it, and then to go back and read it at the end, yeah. even if you've got yeah. an iPad, you can journal on your iPad if you don't feel right. like right. you're actually getting a nice, I always gift myself like a really cool little journal, and then it's really pretty, and then I get a nice pen, and I right. love the color, and I go in it, and I write it. And I mean, even sometimes if I wake up in the middle of the night, I have my journal by yeah. my dad, and I'll write stuff in it. Just because yeah, it's like I go back and read it then later, and I go, wow, that's a trip. I was feeling that way. But, you know, we are, we're so excited that you're here today, and I know that we're on a really strict time limit here. And I just want <laughs> yeah. to say... No, no, no. But I want to say to you, um, is there anything that we didn't cover that you would like to talk about that would be 
very important to your fans listening because I know a lot of people were really excited you were going to be on. Well, you know, only that in the tradition of all the people we love, whether it's, you know, Little Richard or Lou Reed or Fred Sonic Smith or, I don't know, Odetta, any of the songsmiths through life who have just, in the end, they've taken their their knocks and their blows and their wins and their losses because they love the music. That's all mm-hmm. I am. and But I am most certainly born of that same breed. And uh, all I can do is make music and keep putting it out and see if people like it. But um, I am most... I am most sincerely a musician in my life and a songwriter, uh, and and That's it is awesome. the love of my life, for better or worse. Whether I end up for better or for worse, you're, mar- you're married to it. You're married to it. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I, you know, it's funny. You, I, I got to bring up something, and I, I worked with uh, Chrissy Hine, the Pretenders, and uh, she, she's very tall. She has a body like yours in a sense, uh, very. So, but you must be very dynamic on the stage. I'm picking up, you know. Well, yeah, I jump around, and Chrissy, Chrissy. I mean, I don't, I don't really know her now because I live in America and I've lost touch. But yeah. back in the West London days, Chrissy, when I, when I was a young budding pop star, I mean, really green. Chrissy was like my big sister, and she, oh. you know, I had. I had Joe Strummer and Mick Jones kind of telling me from the male point of view, and uh, and I had Chrissy telling me like a like a big sister point of view, you know, if you got a bad review, fuck them, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, just right. proper big sister stuff, and so uh, right. yeah, yeah, and Chrissy's her own renegade because she moved from America to England. That's so right. She, she, wow, she did that's the reverse right. of me. She came, you know, she came from Akron, Akron, Ohio. Yeah, and she yeah. went to Kent State, Spencer. Did you know that? She went what? I'm sorry. She went to Kent, Kent State, where you know. I didn't where know Nixon's, that. That I did not. Oh yeah. my God! Talk about renegade school. Oh my God! Right. Uh, and she, and so she knew all of when Nixon sent the home garden. Yeah. Oh my students. God! No. And, oh, that's an incredible story. Um. She, yeah. She was. A, she was at Kent State. Wow. That's heavy. I didn't know that. That's what. That is wild. Yeah. So I, anyway, you know, that's what musicians and artists are, right? We pack our little bag and we go to the big city and we hope for the best. Who plays in? By the way, who plays in your band on tour? Do you have um, uh, a really um, very accomplished? But uh, so Jim Sklavunas is still out with me. I've good. got the guitarist. I've got a guitarist who's one of my old friends, and he's now turned out to be the guitarist of, in Grace Jones's band. Wow! And I've got my my bass player from the old days. So uh, I uh, can't cool. have Lenny. Obviously, Lenny's with Patty. Glenn's yeah. out doing his own thing. And uh, anyway, so yeah, we're doubling up some of the parts, and yeah, I've just got a kind of filthy. A filthy rock and roll band. <laughs> well, yeah, also, it sounds like you have a band you've known, which is very <coughs> important. You know what I mean? So it's not like you're breaking in. They're all connected, you know what I'm yeah. Yeah, you're, really, you know, you're right, Holly. Really connected, right? You exactly. Know, you know what I would really like to do is when Wendy comes to the States is is have another interview with her so we can talk to her more because I really want to hear about yeah. 
her That's time great. in London and also, um, you know, growing up and what she was listening to and how she got into music and stuff like that, all the things that we weren't able to really talk about too much. But Yeah, Wendy, because I've um, lived through, I'd love I've to lived have through the back. whole... I've really lived through the whole West London, you know, history. I bet you have. Right, exactly. Exactly. uh, And that's its own culture by itself with reggae and, uh, you know, Caribbean music and uh, punk, West London punk music. And that's what I grew up with on the English side. And then I've had the next life where I'm in, you know, the Lower East Side of New York and Mm -hmm. know all those guys. So, uh... I'm an encyclopedia. You have like a cross-section of life. Cross-section of life, right? So, Wendy, you're going where? When are you coming back to the States, you said, um, after your tour that you do? I'll be back in March. Yeah, Okay, so in the spring. So what we'll do is we'll set up a time in spring for you to come back, because I'd really love to have you on where it's not so so much of a time thing for you and also pricey. It's like... You know, I know. For you to call. This is the most I expensive know. interview ever. <laughs> and it's probably going to be one of the best. So for everyone listening, if you missed the beginning, it'll be on ice and on demand. And Wendy, and I the- want to thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thank today. you very much, honey. We love your music. No, Holly, it's my pleasure. And Spencer, it's an honor to meet you, my darling. It's an honor to meet you, too. And let me tell you, Chris, Franz, and Tina turned me on to you. I have never forgotten that. You're wonderful. They're wonderful well, people. Well, thank you. So are yeah. you. And I believe when I ring off, you're going to talk about last night at Max's. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so, um, both, uh, and Lenny was and superb, Wendy. Lenny now. was superb. I'm sure it was. Yeah, amazing. Amazing night. I wish you well, were Well, um, I'm going to carry on listening in to you tell your t- your t- uh, your stories from last night, Spencer. Oh, great. Fantastic. Great. Love it. Love and Holly, thank you. Calling thank Holly, oh, it really means a lot to me that you've connected. It really does. Thank you. Oh, that's great. And, well, it really means a lot to me that you're here and that you and I are both able to talk about this because it's so important to me because I think that you have a lot of stories to tell, and I'd really love to have you back in March when you're back. Okay, so let's do that. Let's do we'll that. do that. We'll do that. All Definitely. Right, guys. And Spence and hey, I listen, have a good day, darling. Have a good day. Now. Rock and roll. She's going to go okay. to sleep now or, or watch some telly. <laughs> I'm going to listen to you two. Are you crazy? I'm going to awesome. carry on listening. Oh, well, Good. you're going to love it because we're going to go into our pop culture news song next, and it's one that uh, you're going to love the song. So have a great night, Wendy. All right. And we'll, uh, have a great night, you. Dawn. Okay? Take care. Take care. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. 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 <laughs> She's so cute. I love yeah, her. she's wonderful. It's a great she's show. Awesome. Great show. She's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. And you know what's so gracious is she stayed on for a while. And, Long um, time. Oh I my god. I wasn't. I wasn't telling you to chill out. I was trying to tell the guy on the phone to chill out because <laughs> there was all kinds of noise in the background, and you thought I was talking to you, and you were like, "Why are you talking to me?" Like, I'm like, no, chill. <laughs> and he anyway, like, so. No, he he ab- absolutely. When I can see why Wendy has many adoring fans. Okay. Yeah, and, you're um, right. You're right. You know, I mean, not only is she very brilliant, um, she's beautiful, and her music is great, and she's got a lot of really amazing stories to tell. 
I mean, when I watched the TV interview of her um, that is yep. available on her website, by the way, um, okay. she's 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 so spot on with so many of her things that she talks about. And um, yep. I can yep. see where she has a lot of stories and she's very seasoned and yet she's still very new. So yes. there's a yep. lot of really amazing things that are going to happen. So let me go, let me play our song and we'll go into pop culture news. Good, good, good. good. And again, good, if good, you good. guys missed the beginning of this, um, it will be available on iTunes afterwards. And I have to just let everyone know for everyone listening today, again, Wendy James, new solo LP, the price of the ticket. You can go to thewindyjames.com, w, you know, www.thewindyjames.com or go to pledgemusic.com um, and type in Wendy James and you can go in there and there's some really cool incentives to purchase the album um, and really fun stuff but with that let's go to pop culture news everyone hold on one second and at the end of the show we will be playing another track off Wendy's um, new solo LP The Price of the Ticket called Indigent Blues that I've fallen in love with I think is such a great song so let's play, um, let's go pop culture news. Here we go. Yep. Who wants yesterday's paper? Who wants yesterday's gun? Who wants yesterday's paper? Nobody in the world. I got disconnected from my own don't studio. It's really weird. 
Well, what I want to say really quick before we um, start into pop culture news again, I want to thank Wendy. And um, I noticed um, quite a few people have um, left me messages and have said that they really are looking forward to having her back because there's so many things that we want to cover. I definitely yeah. want to talk to her about the times of the clash and stuff like that because of mm-hmm. my experiences with the clash and also RB, you know, just, just, you know, UB40 and, and all the other different bands and stuff and spending time over there, I'd really love to. And also with Tina and uh, also with, you know, her husband. I mean, it's just great, just amazing yeah, a, stuff. Uh, yeah. but she, she, you know what, she's interesting because Cynthia Ross, who I'm friends with in New York, has this great group, New York Junk, which is a phenomenal punk group. But Cynthia mm-hmm. went out with Steve Bader. So it's kind of like they're both similar. They went out with famous musicians in the past. Yeah. Uh, and they're back, coming back with their own thing, like Cynthia's doing her own album, which we'll pl- we'll have her on when she finishes that. But but they're oh, both yeah. they're going through, yeah yeah they're both going through some life's very similar, like coming mm-hmm. back on their own, you know, for the first time. And so first, so it must be very, you know, we we both know this is a big thing, and uh, it's, it's a really great album. Uh, yeah, no, know. absolutely, absolutely, you know? and. Uh, I think it's really important that um, we are able to paint the whole picture because Wendy yeah. definitely has so much to offer and so much, stuff so much that we more to shed with. on. Yeah, it. I totally, yeah, I totally uh, agree. Yeah, with no, you. totally. I wanted to no, listen no. to. I wanted to know what she had been listening to when she grew up. Oh you know, yeah, same um, thing. Where she went. Same. You know where she went to school. You know how how yeah, it yeah, went yeah. for her growing up. Her family music, life too. Her family, right? Holly, her family. And how she's Absolutely. brought up her family, right? Absolutely. We'll do it. We'll do but it. Anyway, let's, let's go. Um, let's let's go into pop culture news, and uh, we're going to talk Mac, about Maxis Kansas City. And um, what's really cool is Spencer and I are both ambassadors for Maxis yes, Kansas City. Yes, we are both of us. And yeah, and we had uh, quite an interview show, which was very phenomenal. Um, but mm-hmm. last night, I want to talk about last night. I, the night before, I want you to know also, Holly, Willie Nile played at a benefit, uh, be, another yep. another benefit on the 13th. One of my Buddy. favorite people. Love right, Willie. and he's going to be on mm-hmm. with his new album very shortly, downline to a schedule. And um, But anyway, last night, i got to get into this. this. Last night was unreal. It was a very electric, historic night. I can't even describe it. So many people, great people involved, and... I had a fortunate enough to meet all. I was, um, I was running around a lot. It was a packed house. It was crazy. But um, some of the people that were playing, uh, Lenny, our friend Lenny Kay, Garland Jeffries, who was phenomenal, Richard Barone, uh, Mike Rathke, who played on New York and Magic and Lost albums. We had Ellard James Moose Bowles on our show, and he was in the early, he was in the 70s with Lou. B.B. Buell played. Marshall Crenshaw was unreal last night. Jenny Muldauer, she she's on an album with my friend Brian Coleman. Mm-hmm. Who, I plan to do a show with us and them on a show with Jenny and Brian. Brian, I designed with oh, you. Cool. Yeah, and then Sylvia Reed. Sylvia Reed gave two speeches last night. I got to tell you, I almost cried. I mean, she almost broke mm-hmm. on the second speech with Lou. It's a very emotional thing with her. And uh, Jim uh, Lumia was the. Uh, speaker and he writes a lot for music magazines and uh in the audience were like people like mick rock bob gruen marcia resnick Bet roberts uh, and dean Carol holterman Simon. dean holterman who travels and with dean the mick holterman. 
Dina Holterman. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Dean there's a lot is of, in his own in his own right. I mean, Dean's in his own right. Um, yeah, I yeah. saw some of the stuff that he put out today. It's awesome. That's great. Yeah, Dean. Uh, yeah, he's the left or right hand of Mick, and uh, as we know, and uh, also Will Hermes was there, the, who's putting out a Lou book, which is which mm-hmm. Judith and I are interviewed in. That's going to be a major book. He's a major writer. He writes for Rolling. He's that's a fantastic. Major editor of Rolling Stone. So that's but it'll be a while before that book comes out. But we're in it. Um, there were a lot. I mean, just other people. It's crazy last night, but it was a great show. And uh, it ran for about three hours of music, Holly, and um, mm-hmm. it was just a, it was just an incredible night. You know what I mean? It's like uh, it's like you wanted to go to the end of the show. You didn't want to leave during. Nobody left during the show. It was amazing. It's like everybody sat through the whole thing. You know, it's amazing. That's amazing. You know what's funny? I'm just reading and I'm thinking. I'm thinking about the interview with Wendy today. Okay. And I'm reading a memory that my friend um, shared today, and he said, on January 15th of 1976, this bass player auditioned for the band, the London SS, who, wanted, who then went on to The Clash, the bass man, Paul Simeon. Yeah, so that's pretty that's pretty cool. Wow. A little trivia yeah, for is. you. It is. <laughs> a yeah. little trivia. I'm sure if Wendy's listening, she'll love that. And um, yeah, yeah. That's 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 really cool. And uh, you know what I really want to talk about about last night was that not only was this just you know the 50 year anniversary. I know Yvonne wanted to really talk about her. Um, foundation that really helps musicians and helps right. to support them and also helps um, we, they give grants in emergency situations to a lot of That's right. musicians That's who right. really are having a hard time, medical bills, um, you know, eating, just places to stay, you know, as, as Wendy had eloquently explained, it was like, really hard, you know, starting out and then, you know, really getting there yeah. and going and really becoming, and, 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 you know, and, and something. As uh, as we know, Max is in the beginning of the original club, uh, mm-hmm. helped musicians and food and stuff like that. And that's yeah. why I connected, not only for us, for Judith and I, was a, Judith was there last night with me with her son, Justin, but mm-hmm. it was a big night um, because we ourselves were involved very big with Lou Reed this year. He's in the induction. They showed two of our covers on the screen mm-hmm. and and the Velvet's 50th anniversary we designed with uh, Sylvia and all that stuff. So it kind of like all tied in. And when I first heard about this event, I said, oh, my God, it's a no-brainer. Can I get involved? And, but the big thing with me was what you're talking about. It was what they were doing, the cause of it. CBGBs helped musicians, but they didn't really mm-hmm. do what went over the top like at Max's. They, Max's went over the top in helping people. and The and intention like, had yeah, to be there. Exactly. Yeah, exactly the intention. Different. And that's what motivated me for this because of what not only mm-hmm. historically, with Adam, obviously good friends with Yvonne, but also um, what they do. And how can you not? How can you not be part of this? You know what I mean? Just as a person. No, oh, totally, God. totally. Yeah, right? And you know, in right. conversations with Yvonne, you know, talking leading up to last night, yeah. her whole thing was she really wanted to really drive home that Max's Kansas City really supports the artist, right. and there's going to be even more so now. They're supporting youth. And it's going to go towards helping children and young adults, you know, 
not com- with the suicide prevention and with drug addictions and mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. a lot of other different really amazing things that I think are important right now for our for our younger generation growing up in such a crazy time right now besides just there being such kick-ass music I think also there's just so much out there that can kind of take away and steer them in the wrong direction. So I think Max is, you know, creating and, and, and just going, moving forward in that. So I think that's really important, but I want to get to last night. So so paint a picture for us. Tell us like, like how it went down and everything, how many people were there and. Well, it it must've been close to several hundred. And it was a packed house. Should have been there. Holly, I told you should've you should have flown in on a red eye. You don't listen I to me. I swear. But yeah, it was like I know. But it was like um you know, it was like on the stage Lenny like Lenny K did this song. You know, Lenny I, I got to tell mm-hmm. you I've seen Lenny play uh, uh he picks out songs all the time that people uh would, would normally people play popular songs or things. Lenny doesn't do that. He'll pick out songs that you've never heard. It's wild. I mean, you really he has such mm-hmm. a head picking music. What makes him different is he picks out songs that are amazing, but it's not the usual stuff. You know what I mean? It's not the usual song. Mm-hmm. It's not the cover song you normally hear. It's always song. And last night he played this song. I remember it was a rock song. It was a rocker. It was amazing. And Richard Barone, he's amazing because he's just another type, different musician, but he's amazing. Uh, the songs that he picked. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, uh, they were all really good. Uh, can't say enough about Jenny Muldauer because she's an amazing vocalist. Um, and uh, first time I met her last night and saw her, uh, she's one to look at in the future. Uh, and the that's music. Maria Muldauer's daughter. Yeah, Maria, yeah, Maria Muldauer. So. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And um, and then Mike Rafke was a big thing for me because Mike played on New York and Magic and Lost, had a big deal with the production of uh, Magic with uh, Magic and Lost with Lou, was on New York, and he's an amazing musician, mm-hmm. and I had met him before. I've just seen, I mean, you know how many years that is, Holly? It's like, and we were just a boom, yeah, that's you know, crazy. that type of thing. The, it was, mm-hmm. and, but on the stage, B.B. Um, Buell did a cover of a David Bowie song, and um, I don't know. I know that just she did one of Lou Reed's songs, too. Did yeah, yeah, that's right. And they mm-hmm. all came on. Marshall Crenshaw was unbelievable. I got Marshall Crenshaw, mm-hmm. and we did his first album cover, which uh, which is amazing. But anyway, he was amazing. Marshall Crenshaw. They each came on twice on the stage. Each one. Oh, great. Know, yeah, yeah. So there were like two sets by every musician, and um, the show lasted about three hours. But I got to tell you, nobody, nobody, you know, people sometimes pick up and leave. Seriously, you know, that you go to con. No one left. No one left. They waited to yeah, the end. Yeah, no. Long, and it was a three-hour concert, one. right? Yeah, it was yeah it's three a long hours. Hour. So three hours, yeah, three hours. That's I mean, amazing. that's a long, long time. Yeah, a long time of music. But the, And, oh, my God, uh, this other guy. Oh, I, I forgot his name. I feel so bad. Um, there's another singer who's phenomenal. And he, oh, wait a minute. You know what? You love this? He's Irish. Talk about lyrics. He's oh, Irish, cool. and he ha- his lyrics are like, you know, we talked. Remember, we talked about well, Willie Nile was talking about his Irish. Yeah, with Willie, and, with the Celtic feeling. Yeah. Exactly with the Celtic. Totally well, this guy relate, is the same. Joe. I can relate uh, to Celtic. Yeah. Oh well, you'll totally. love this singer, and I got to get it back. I'm sorry, it's not in my head. I, I feel so bad because he's a great singer, and he's he has an Irish background, and he's very strong on lyrics, and 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 mm-hmm. you love him, and he did a mi- mind blowing performance. You know, Justin really? Yeah, oh yeah, 
He was mind-blowing. Wow. Can't think of his name. Um, but anyway, he's wonderful. But, you know, they're all these different. Each music was so cool because every musician was, they had a couple Everybody of Everybody had something like, different to offer. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Different a different, a different type of feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, um, there was some, a couple of new mu- musicians that sang, and I never heard. They were incredible. I mean, the people that were chosen were, and uh, Connor Kennedy. Oh, this young singer, Connor Kennedy, uh, lives up at Woodstock mm-hmm. that Holly, uh, that, um, Yvonne, I'm sorry, Yvonne brought in. Um, he's really good. He's a young mm-hmm. musician. He's really talented. He did a couple of songs. Um, and um, it was just the whole show was really, it was a really good show, you know. And then the band members, you can imagine this. I mean, the backup band, Jesus. Yeah, I mean, the no, backup band could... was so hot, uh, you know. Totally what, got if, it, if they yeah. switched. Yeah, if they switched Holly, they were always had incredible backup, whatever, going along the show. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, too bad you weren't there. But you're there in spirit. So, no, uh, well, I was there in spirit. And you know what? There is a second, um, you know, uh, event happening in February. That's right. We've got to talk about that gallery in February. That's right. With mm-hmm. many people donating the arts, like Bob Gruen, McRock, and so forth and so on. They're going to donate a photography and art to sell, right, uh, and merchandise yeah i'm gonna try to make it out there for that because i definitely be need to connect oh, with mick and everybody yeah yeah you'll come and, oh yeah you um, love that oh yeah you should you should definitely plan on that if you can do it because that'll be another thing yeah there's some of these people that i don't know that are in there but i i'm guessing like roberta bailey would probably have photographs mm-hmm. ramon you know famous ramon stuff and um I'm thinking of all these people that I don't even know would probably be donating stuff that are amazing. You know, it's quite a group of people and artwork, um, expensive artwork to sell, stuff like that, auction. Well, that would be cool. You know what? I think she said she was going to try to do a silent auction so that anybody Mm. in the world could be involved in it. And I think that that's something that she's looking into. That cool. way, you know, because I wow. know John Varvatos, when we That's did the cool. John Varvatos thing, they did a lot of um, silent auction items online yep. so people could go ahead and they didn't feel left out. It was kind of like they right. felt like That's they right. were there, a, you know. Right, So they could right. do live stream. I'm I'm really bummed out they didn't do live stream, but I did hear a That's rumor a that they were videotaping last night. And oh yeah, she had. Wait a minute, I forgot. Yeah, she had photographers that she got, mm-hmm. and she had a. She told me she's getting. She got a video group flown in from L.A. or something. Yeah, something like. That. And they're gonna so release she, the yeah, DVD she did have that because I asked thing. her about that earlier. She said, "Oh yes, yeah, Spence, I yeah. got the." Because uh, you know she was gonna. I don't think Patrick McMullen came down. She was trying to get Patrick McMullen, but he, he, you mm-hmm. know, that she had photographers and there was. You know, there were people coming in to me, photographers, really heavyweight. They wanted to be, of course, part of this thing, but she already had, so it was taken care of. That's but, fantastic. Yeah, I know. You know, it, it should have been, you know, the only thing I think it would have been cool to record it. To record Now, Joseph, in the years, uh, several years ago. I heard ago, she did record it. I heard she did record it. Really? I didn't even know that. Okay, you're telling yeah, me. Yeah, I heard I she know. recorded it. Yeah, no, wow. I heard she recorded okay. it, and I heard oh that she was going to videotape it, and it was going to come out as a double DVD. That there was some something that That's she was going to do. Oh so maybe, maybe this is something that she's working on. But um, yeah. that would be yeah, fantastic for a lot of people. That's good. That's and then good the info. event, very good info. Yeah. And then the event next month is hmm. going to be cool. And you know, I want to really today's interview um, with Wendy. I want to 
totally thank Chris and Tina for supporting Wendy on this interview um, because without them, um, you know, I mean, because they really helped, you know, coordinate a lot of it with us both. So oh yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't really have found amazing. Wendy. Was it for, I, I wouldn't have found Wendy. Mm-hmm. Was it for Chris and Tina telling me about them? I mean, Love Chris and, and Tina too. Yeah, yeah they're, they're great they've people. They've been on our show in 2010. Uh, they were on our show mm-hmm. in 2010. Right? Time for them to come back if they're listening. Well, you know what? I, 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 between you and me, I asked him. I was trying to get this together, but he uh-huh. says there's nothing. They, there's no new album coming out right now, but I think it'd be a oh, good thing. Oh, but I know he's got lots of stories, and I know Tina's yeah. got lots of stories. Besides her birthday show, we did so <laughs> we, can, we can we can we can talk them into doing it. I'm sure. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but anyway, I was curious if they were coming out. I was just curious if they're coming out with a new album. You know what I mean? That'd be cool. Yeah, I know. That they, would they always be so they were, cool, in fact, I think. They were talking about doing uh, something, and it never came out. I don't know. But I, I'm sure they're going to come out with something also down the line. I I'm sure they surprise all of us because they're yeah, just like nice. that. They're, you know, they surprise us all with something really cool and creative. Um, so well, listen, again, I want to bring up the, the Fear of Music album that I co-designed with Chris and David Byrne mm-hmm. and Jerry Harris. That's in the MoMA show right now called Making Music Modern. It's going to oh, close cool. January 18th. Um, and mm-hmm. it's a really incredible music show that started actually when Yoko had her show at MoMA. And, um, but it's coming at the end of January 18th. I want to tell anybody who's going to MoMA by the 18th to, to see look the show for it. Yeah. It so That's I co designed that with Chris, and a story and a half on that album. Great story. Yeah, that. No, I know. You know should I tell I you the story? I remember you telling me. You oh, told okay. me. Okay. But you can tell everybody else if you want. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, if anybody, I don't know. I mean, the story starts where, uh, let's see here, uh, oh, my God, Jerry Harrison. Jerry Harrison goes, visits Tina Weymouth's brother, who's an architect, and in the house mm-hmm. was a vinyl floor. And he says, oh, my God. And that's gave him the light bulb to do Fear of Music cover with, uh, uh, you know, that, that textile vinyl um, you know, cover, and then I did the typography with David with a typewriter type, make it look industrial and stuff like that, but it was like, but the, the thing about the cover people don't know is like, that's where he got the idea, and they wanted to do real vinyl on a cover, but the Warner Brothers said, it's too expensive, we can't do it. So then they did a pattern, like, uh, almost like a manhole cover, you know, pattern on a board with a raised surface, and uh, anyway, the cover turned out brilliant, and uh, it was nominated for Grammy and album packaging, and now it's been in major books and everything, and now it's in the show at MoMA. But, um, you know, those guys were great to work with because they were they, they were RISD, Rhode Island School of Design graduates, and I was going to Yale for about a year. So it was kind of like the Yale RISD thing with Joseph Albers was a, a foundation of design, and uh, I blended in with them, fortunately, you know, but uh, great album cover, and Chris and Tina were involved with that, you know. It's a dynamic. Yeah, you know, that's work. awesome. Yeah, that's a story. Yeah, I think that's really important. Yeah, I remember I remember talking about the album cover design. You know yeah. what I wanted to say? Um, 
because uh, we didn't cover what's happening here on the West Coast. They announced Bottle Rock lineup, and they announced a couple other different things. So it's really yeah, cool. There's a lot of really there. amazing stuff. Well, West Coast is just going off because, you know, springtime, we just, like, get all the different things. And there's, you know, my friends Anthony from Red Hot Chili Peppers are going to be headlining Battle Rock this year. Um, so oh, great. It's going to be wow. it's going to be amazing. Yeah, there's going to be some really cool stuff here. And then, obviously, at Harvest Time, last year we had Ringo Starr and a lot of amazing other musicians out here. Um, but you know, we really need, we really need to like get some other new things happening. And I know a lot mm-hmm. of really, you know, like a lot of up and coming things are happening up here. So I'm I'm um, going to bring out something I'm supposed to bring up, but I'm going to bring out, I don't think anybody's really, it's going to be out anyway. There's going to be a huge, I mean, I'm talking about a huge Ramon show in, in the Queens Museum. First announcement, we're on radio here. This is the first announcement of it. I'll uh, be in April at the Queens Museum, back by the mm-hmm. Grammys, on a, to go on a tour mm-hmm. like, the, like the Who Shot Rock and Roll show that we're in. It started at Brooklyn Museum. Mm-hmm. This will start at the Queens Museum. Probably go to the Grammy Museum. It starts in April. Unfortunately, I did Ramon's cover, so I'm in it with a whole bunch of people. And you know who's in it? Are you ready for this? Marcus Stabi, because he did the Amigos oh, cover, awesome. the best cover. Mark. Mark and yeah, right. So Mark and I are in it, and he said, "Oh my God, I'm glad we're both." He says, "Oh my God, Spence, I'm glad we're both in it." You know, it's like really cool. But um, it's interesting. So that show, we're going to have those people on uh, on a yep. schedule already. Already, uh, we already booked them for March yeah, 25th. Yeah, we've got some great shows coming up. We got great and shows. We got, and we're going to have more. Up. Yeah, yeah, we're going to have more. And just so everybody that doesn't know, um, I will be publishing a lot of the um, shows. I'm going to be getting down. I just haven't been uh, been all over the place. So we'll just have the shows. We'll have everything. Hello? I get Hello? disconnected one more time, I'm going to flip out. <laughs> I hate that. Oh, it's anyway, quiet listen, zone. You know well, what? Ollie, Steffi, and No, Spencer no, no. It's, it's crazy. Well, listen, you know what we should do is um, I'm going to I'm gonna, we're going to end the show today yeah, with one yeah, of okay. Wendy's songs and Invention Blues. And uh, I wanted to say to Wendy, if you're listening, thank you so much for for just bringing such beautiful music to us and for taking so much time out of your day and um, your night, actually, and being here with us. And I really respect respect it, and we want to have you back in the spring. And uh, thank you so much, Wendy. And definitely, if you don't buy yourself a journal, I'm going to get your uh, postal (laughs) address. I'm going to mail you a beautiful journal with a really cool pen. That's and you're very gonna cool. start journaling, yeah, because I think I I really do intuitively. I just really feel like she really needs to write. She, you're right. It's a good so. incentive. She probably and I, I'm mm-hmm. telling you, uh, hopefully she picked up on that because Wendy, you're great at what you do. She so. did. Yeah, she did. She did. She did. Yeah. yeah, I could totally get it. With that, mm-hmm. we're gonna end our show with Indigent Blues, and it's Friday, everybody. Make it one of your best, and please do me a favor. Please do not drink and drive. Um. 
because I'm just saying that. And, uh, you know, enjoy enjoy your weekend. It's going to be an amazing weekend wherever you go. There's a lot of really cool things going on. And uh, I wanted to say also on Wendy James, if you go to her website, she's on Facebook also, just so everyone knows. And uh, she's on Twitter. And I know she's on a lot of the social networks. So if you make sure you go there and check it out, you can hook up as far as, like, what she's doing. You can see all her beautiful pictures. She's so photogenic, and um, I'm sure she's just as beautiful in person as she is um, on the on the images that I'm seeing. I just can't wait to meet her, so this will be really fun. And with that, we are going to end our show today. Rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, let's play Indigent Blues. And with that, Wendy, tuck yourself in and nighty-night. And for everyone else around the world listening, Thank you so much. Hey, hey, hey. And again, if you missed the beginning of the show, it will be available on iTunes afterwards and on Red Velvet Media, Blog Talk Radio on demand under the Indie Cafe. And this is Spencer and Holly saying, Fala. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.